0: Hey guys, Benjamin Darius, a.k.a. BJ here from Dear Dad Podcast. Now, when I started this podcast, I wanted a platform where I can record and upload with my content very easily. I didn't want to go through any hoops to get my podcast out there. When I did study my podcast, I was on a different platform. But after I was introduced to Anchor, not once, not twice, but over three times by my close friends, I decided to give Anchor a try. I must say, I absolutely love it. Not only is it easy to use, but I am able to record, edit post, and publish all my episodes right there on the app or the site. I was able to transfer all my episodes onto Anchor in less than five minutes. That for me was unbelievable. Oh yeah. Here's the best thing of all. It's free. It is free to use. Yeah, I know that's crazy, but take my word on this. It's true. Using anchor has definitely made podcasts so easy. Trust me, you love it. So, download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hello, you beautiful people. Welcome to the Dear Dad Podcast, a platform where you can come and express yourself rather through poetry, spoken words, essay, or simply a live conversation. This is All Dad Talk. I'm here for you. Let's go. hello you beautiful people thank you again for joining me at the dear dad podcast my name is bjmson darius aka bj thank you again for joining me for another episode of dear dad podcast and today i have a a special guest it's my younger brother and i'll still display your time and i have younger brothers since i'm the second oldest but this is definitely my youngest brother Uh, one of my youngest brother i can say is um uh is is edwin i just want to say i'm just so humble and happy that he able to Join me and able to tell me and us his story, and I'm so glad that he took this offer for uh, for me to to just to just tell his story. So I'm not gonna hold you any longer. I'm gonna introduce you to my little brother Edwin. Hello, hello. What's going on, BJ? <laughs> I'm doing good. I'm doing good. So let's just jump off to the first question that I'm just gonna throw it out. Out. So tell me about Edwin. Who is Edwin?
1: Edwin is. God is just trying to find, you know, how life truly is, how life wants to be in everybody's eyes. But, um, you know, as young as I am, of course, I'm just really just looking how I can live my life and be happy. Nice, nice, nice. That's awesome. That's awesome. I like that. I like that introduction.
0: So I want to um, move forward to the next question. And this is more towards dad. I just want to ask you. Tell me about dad. What is the memories that you have of dad? Oh
1: snap! Oh man, the big guy. Yeah, there it's been it's been lovely memories I've had of that man. Just being around you guys, being around the cousins, our families, the barbecues, the family traditional parties and occasions. Just was always something. Always, I always wanted to be around and wanted to be next to, but of course, you know, it was some reason hard. I don't know why. Well, I do have a memory of when we, uh, we went to Boston when all of us took that trip to not to Boston, was it Boston to go see, uh, one of our uncles. And we, we went over there the whole road trip, I could just remember all of us just falling asleep, waking up, eating McDonald's, making jokes farting, laughing, you know just funny this happy family time journey was amazing I could just remember how happy he looked and he seen how much we were connected I do remember this one time when this one night, I guess it wasn't too of a you could say connection between my mom and him they, I guess I wanted to see him but they were in Some type of argument or confrontation where it became to the point where she didn't want me to see him anymore. And she was telling me that I couldn't see him. And once he came to the door to see me, because I kept calling and telling him that I want to see him, it would, it got to the point where she would like literally, you know. Stop me by, you know, hitting me and telling me, no, you can't see him while he's standing at the door, and I can see his boots under the under the door, like because there's a little space under the door where you can see. And every time I'll try to grab the doorknob, she wouldn't let me. But there were there were good times. There were good times also. A few times, you know, I went to his house when he was living in uh, I think spring somewhere in upstate New York and I just remember just you know chilling with him it's me and Pops you know, and then you take us out we go to eat and you know, I would always want to see you guys so I would every time I would be by him I would be like "Hey, Dad, that BJ, that's Emmanuel, that's you know, Barbara, Kyle, Peggy, you know? So
0: it, it seems like you have some really good fond memories of dad, which is kind of, I'm not saying it's different. I'm not saying it's bad, it's just different. That um, I know with me, it's just having memories of him. I think the first memory I've, I've had of him was when I was in Haiti, when I was, um, my mother cooked some food for him, and then he came and ate. Uh, he came and ate, but before he ate, I actually, like, came and I ate some of his food and he found out <laughs> he gave me a whooping. And that's one of the first memories I have of, of dad when I first, whenever I just said memories of my dad, that's the first thing I remember is me getting, getting beaten because I was being stupid. <laughs> but I find it fascinating that you don't have any, I wouldn't say bad memories, but most of the time that I've, I've spoken to you and I talked to you about dad, you have some really good memories, which is really, really good. Um, and you had a really good relationship with them, which is a, a different perspective. Um. Again, I'm not saying he was a bad person, but he seemed like he was really there for you for most of, for a lot of the time.
1: Yes. Yes. Definitely. I always felt like he was he he was you know taking care of what he had to take care of. You know, times I couldn't see him, and there will be times you know I'll will cry my eyes out to my mom, and I want to see my father. Eventually, she'll just you know budge and call him and tell him that your son want to see you you know there's a few times where he came and sat down with me and had a full fledged conversation about why I shouldn't get earrings (laughs) you know there was a few times where he was able to give me that safe Father talk, which I realized, you know, well, which I for a while I did not know or even realize until I got way older that you guys, you know, were treated in such a way that you guys didn't appreciate. And I was I was baffled by it because it, it didn't make no sense to me because what I seen wasn't what you guys, you know experienced that's so crazy
0: that he was there for you for well from your perspective he was there for you to the degree that you wanted um i'm, I'm pretty sure because of the situation between um your mom and um my dad that it wasn't the best and i know it didn't work out uh, and he wanted to see you and that's that's a change that's a different from what I've heard before from my siblings and from myself that he wanted to see you that he made the effort to come to see you and hearing that it kind of set me back to trying to figure out what like what made what made him want to see you I'm, I'm not asking you a question for you to answer just me questioning myself like what made him want to see you and not want to see us because i um, when you around the time that you were born my my younger sister was born too so it was just like what well, he didn't really have a relationship with my younger sister barbara so the fact that he wanted to be there with you and wanted to uh, talk to you and be there for you was kind of like again it's different it's a different perspective of this story it's a different chapter that i'm, I'm experiencing and the fact that you experienced that i'm actually I'm not, I'm not gonna say jealous i'm actually envious of that it's kind of like curious i was like wow okay that's that's different none of my siblings that i've spoken to ever experienced that kind of experience that yet yeah, you said so that's probably, that's kind of that's kind of cool that's kind of refreshing for me yes yeah i'm, I'm glad I'm glad it is uh how has the presence or the lack of presence uh of dad made an impact on you ah.
1: oh man ah. oh, i don't maybe i really can't seem to point out exactly how he affected me because i i I never i never looked at as him not being there Mm. when i do think about how long i haven't seen him and how long i haven't talked to him because you know certain things where you know because you know that man is tough as nails you know can't you can't really get through to that man unless you're a close person to him to his heart and you know I I can't really the way the way way life went for me it's like either I make the right choice or I make the wrong choice I'm pretty sure everybody realizes that eventually but for me it's like because I'm so open-minded and sort of a realist slash opportunist some people wouldn't say but the way I look at things is just very different from other people I realized and I he, I felt like he was there you know and the only time he wasn't dead I felt like he wasn't and you said him not being there at the
0: time that you wanted him to be there, or even wanted to see him, um, it didn't really make an impact on you. Because I mean, I mean, well, from what you said before, that it have you have a positive outlook towards things, and I can agree with that. Yeah. You're a very positive person. I like that about you. You you see the good before you see the bad, which is not everybody has that characteristics. So I'm definitely applaud you with that. So it's just kind of it's kind of cool that you you put it in the perspective of that of that he he was there when he needed to be there, or when he could be there. But even when he was not there, you was not blaming him for anything. You didn't feel like you were lacking of his attention. You didn't feel like you were lacking of his love. You just feel like, well, he wasn't there because he wasn't able to be there. Yes. Yes, basically. Okay. So uh, I know you told me before, um, what are some great memories that you have of dad?
1: I actually remember this one time we went to the... Everybody went to the beach. The whole family went to the beach and was having fun. Well, it was—it wasn't really a beach. It was like a lake. Yeah, we all went there and it was—it was amazing. I had such a great time. was—it 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 was, it was, it was something that I, I always loved to do with the Darius family. Something I always love to see when I'm with you guys. Cousins, uncles. They're all siblings. It's just there it was, it was, you know, there was a few times. I guess there wasn't many, but there were a few. I wish there were many. And, you know. The way circumstances was for him, he couldn't. You'd do it every single time or you know every time we wanted i wanted to go a field trip or something couldn't do it you said there were some times that you wish they were more of
0: uh i guess more family time with us yeah uh, more family time with uh with the siblings and the cousins yes uh why do you feel like you you it
1: was a need for you Why while you feel like you were seeking that because I always felt like I was not in few guys. To be honest, it was. You know, it's, I always felt like you guys over there and I'm over here. Mm. I know at, at first I looked at that, you know, something bad and wrong, but the older I got, more I realized just was just how our lives were put together than fate, and the way I felt about it it wasn't you know something that made me feel bitter or have any mild intent against anyone random or close, but I did feel like I was out of the circle per se I wasn't in the the, the the family circle even though I would go I would go to barbecues and you know see you guys whenever he has time to bring me out there but that's basically what it was that you know I realized a few times I realized how far you guys are same time it took so long for me to finally take my own body over there and take public transportation and learn how to you know travel to find a way to you know be with you guys when i want to but you know there were a few it was it was a few good times with pops a few good times were were weren't too vivid but I could I can I can remember I can remember a time where we went over to um my cousin's house cousin Evans' house and we went over there and you know I haven't seen them in so long cousin Carl my uncle Estev, um, all I remember is just sleeping over and I wake up in the middle of the night, I'm looking for my pops. It's so dark, you know, everybody's sleeping, but I'm looking for him. I probably was, I don't know, under, under 10 years old, Under, yeah, definitely under 9 or 10 years old. And I could just remember, you know, looking for him. I couldn't find him. And then I started crying, of course, and walking around crying. And eventually, you know, he found me, everybody. I woke everybody up, of course. You know, there was actually a time I remember, for some reason, I just thought he disappeared. I, I don't even know why, but that's exactly what I my mind woke up with was that thinking that he's gone
0: has that always been a fear of yours that he's just gonna up and disappear or gone without communicating with you without talking to you so has that been a fear of yours or
1: yes when i was younger yes that was a big fear of mine
0: you see when you when you were younger i know uh, of a uh, early age i know you said that you felt like you were the outcast. You felt like you didn't have the playtime or you didn't have the, the the time with us that you needed. And so therefore you always wanted to find some time to spend with us. Or you didn't feel like you also wanted to or you felt like you didn't you didn't fit in that time. Uh and I I, I felt that from you. But I also I, I also try to put it in myself to help you not feel that way. That's why whenever I don't know if you remember, or if you even feel that way, whenever you're around and I'm around you, I try to make you. I try to make you feel as happy as I can, because I know that you by yourself, and I know that you're not with us. I mean, I know with my siblings and I. I mean, my immediate siblings, uh, with uh, with P. Emmanuel, uh, Barbara, Martine, and Gael, we have each other. Uh, that's the honest truth. Even though you know we we have a, a tight knit spot but we had each other, you know, and it's always, it always hurt me whenever you're around, even when you're not around, because I know you didn't have us there. We had each other, but you didn't have anybody. That's how I was thinking. So whenever you were around me, I know particularly for me, I always trying to make you feel welcome. I was trying to feel, make you feel loved, that you wasn't lacking in the love, but I, I don't know. I, I don't know how much of a good job that I was doing I just know that even still today whenever I see you I have I'm very sympathetic towards you. I'm always just like open arms whenever you want to talk, whenever you want to uh, whatever you want to say anything. I'm always there for you because I don't want you to feel like you're neglected. I don't want you to feel like you were left behind by yourself to fend for yourself because I I don't I don't I, I didn't want you to experience that. So every time that I'm around you I always want you to feel love at least from me. I don't know how my other siblings are like Cause I didn't, I didn't want you to feel that lack from any one of us.
1: I, I appreciated that. That was that was something I always did feel when I came around. Everyone, everybody. That's exactly. I felt. I felt the love. You know. It's just at that time when I was younger. You know, when you feel that you can't, when you want, when you want to be around at the time that you can't you know it it feels it makes you feel lonely you know but at the same time not jealous but just curious very curious what is going on over there? like when I do for example if if I when he does like if when Pops would come pick pick me up and be like, yeah, how you been? And we will have our talks and I'd barely say anything because i barely have anything to talk about with him for some reason. I can never find the words to talk to him. And I always... Because I always had so much utmost respect for him. Even though he times he wasn't there, at times he was. I had utmost respect, you know, there was one day I, he couldn't take me over to you guys, I I don't remember the reason why, but I I got mad, you know, started crying, why we can't, you know, he explained that, just basically said he can't do it, and never Never, of course. For some reason, I never found out what he meant by, or what was the real reason, you know. But I didn't. I didn't. When when things like that happened, I wasn't because I didn't see him that much. I wasn't letting when we had bad moments with each other affect how I look at him it was more of like okay no problem next time i see you we'll make a better memory that's all that that's super cool man that's that's
0: super cool i mean (laughs) for you to feel that way it's very very admirable that's very like mature of you for you to not hold any remorse not hold any anger towards him because he wasn't there. Like, you focus on the positive a lot instead of the negative, which is amazing. That's a, that's a really good skill to have. And again, not everybody has that. And so cool that you were able to focus on the positive of uh, of him, um, and, uh, the positive when you see him instead of focusing on, well, you he, he didn't do this. He was like, well, you're here now. Why can we? How can we make good memories of it now instead of focusing on the bad? We're very awesome. So there is a lot of, there was a lot of stuff that I know I do. Um, and I noticed that um, Peggy does and Gamanuel does. Even some little stuff that Gamanua does and him and I does is just kind of like, it's so weird. Like, I am I live upstate New York and he lives in the city. And the funny thing is, there were some times that I would get dressed and I would tell my wife, and I was like, I think Gamanua is wearing the same outfit. And we mentioned that in the Gmanua, um podcast that it's so weird that we have that connection that either we wear the same color clothes or we have this, the, the opposite. So if I'm wearing red on top, he, wear, um, he wears red on the bottom. So it's reverse. So this is a characteristic in us that we just like share that we don't even know. Um, with Peggy and Emmanuel and I, even my son right now, there are certain ways that we cross our legs there's certain ways that we scratch our heads that's the same spot all the time. Um, and it's so weird because my dad does it too. And especially when we ask him for something or we we uh we offer us something, whatever it is, there's sometimes he does this, the same gestures as he does, and we do it as well. And I'm also again seeing it in my sending Elias. I wanted to ask you, what are some characteristics in you that you find in dad?
1: If if they are, I haven't found out yet. I don't I don't know why, but I've I've because because actually, you know. Some reason, the older I got, it wasn't like I was seeing him less, but it became you could say a pattern. But not a pattern that was you know, noticeable. But at the same time, I couldn't, I couldn't, I always tried to. Even when I was in school or after I got into a fight or after I finished after a girlfriend is breaking up with me or me trying to think well before I'm trying to break up with a girl I I tried my mind goes to that level and tries to find out I have something I know I would notice of my father and I have I have never noticed anything even still today there's something that you're fighting with you figure
0: out what kind of what kind of characteristics of I him mean, that you find in yourself? It's a battle that you tr- you're still trying to figure out. Is this, um, is, have you ever trying to talk to him and figure out what are the things that you're, you guys are similar to? Because I mean, it's hard to not, to not notice. I mean, from the way we talk, I mean, our voice sounds similar from the way we t- uh, we walk,
1: the actions that we take uh, in life. Uh, I would say, you know, uh, appearance-wise, as in, Jeans, you know, his stubby toes and uh, broad, flat fingers, you know, big hands. Those are the things I realize, of course, you know, the traits I've gotten from my father. But as in acting like him and or doing something that he does, I, I, I feel like I haven't been around him that much enough to to notice to compare between me and him mm, yeah that's that's definitely
0: hard for you to figure out especially if you're not around him to see those things um i'm able to see these things is that one again i have relatives i mean i have uh immediate brothers and sisters close to me so i'm able to see that they do and i do it too it's hard for you like you said to see those things those characteristics if you're not around us and if you're not around dad long enough for you to notice these things and also those are the kind of stuff that you have to pay attention to uh, is that something that you're trying to seek out and see if you can, I don't know,
1: find those things out? I guess that's why I was so eager to always be around you guys to, you know, get that comfortability when I was younger. But the older I got, you know, like I said, memories became very vague and it would just pop up randomly like a, like a, like, a, like I just, like if somebody just paid a ticket to go anywhere on a random day to just go anywhere, just random. Random memories would just pop up from when I was younger or when I was around my teens. It wasn't many after I would say 18 years old.
0: Well, wow. yeah, that's fine. That's just, that's interesting. And I mean, I, and I, I apologize. I uh, myself, whatever I can do to help, to with, with that, is I do whatever I can to help you out with that, to help you find that answer. Uh, whatever I, I can do in my power, I would, I would definitely, I would definitely do. Being in a relationship and dating and doing and going and having dates and stuff like that, when you were, and still right now, when you were, when you are dating and finding your interest in women how has dating impacted your life did you find yourself searching for something um while you were dating on uh, case point if when i was dating someone before i got married i always find myself to be immersed in, the, in their presence whatever they go whatever they do i always wanted to be with them i wanted to be at their at in their presence so it was hard for me to just like part from them and i always find i always wanted to figure out the reason why and i know from what i got older it was because the lack of discipline that I had when I was younger, um, uh, especially a, a father discipline, that I didn't have discipline. So I always found the need to just like go elsewhere to just like belong, to find the need to be be wanted by someone. So uh dating was always a, it wasn't a challenge. It was just that I, I just I threw myself too much in that relationship too fast. And I gave my all and I ended up hurting myself at the end. So I wanted to ask you again, how has dating impacted your life?
1: Well. Wow. I would say it affected me in a way. It has opened my eyes until this day. It's that base. It's definitely made me realize that you really, you really can't be into all and in making yourself too vulnerable and letting someone know that you have. The utmost respect and love for them and they still find ways to make it you know feel like you're you're questioning their trust or you're threatening their their morals which wouldn't make sense anyways but the way relationships treated me for these past few years of living it's, it's been has been a roller coaster and I I don't know right now I don't know if I should even want to look for the one anymore or just wait and find out a way to find the one that I'm looking for just because of how my relationships keep going and I read I'm I'm always reading these horoscopes that tell you so many different things a lot of people don't but I'm one of those people that I'm very in tune when it comes to compatibility between different signs, zodiac signs and When I I do get into a serious relationship, I always do a little research on compatibility between me and the female sign, And usually, you know, the overall percentage is, you know, you would say between 60 and 89. And for some reason, once I find that out, it's like, Eventually, the relationship does not work out, and I don't, I don't know if it's because the way I you know, carry myself and show how much I appreciate and care for someone, and sometimes I realize there's moments, I realize myself that they were taken advantage of, and after the relationship, I would realize that it would kill me. Because I'll be thinking to myself the whole time, I, I wasn't crazy or I wasn't thinking too much or degrading someone's, you know, moral respect. I, kn- I knew I wasn't. So when it came down to the truth and all, all the, you know, everything was put on the table, I kept trying to find a love. That I was missing. And I guess it's connected to our father because, like I said, even though I have good memories and it was some bad memories and he wasn't, you know, there for times and times he was there, it it somehow most likely affected how I am and how much I look for in a relationship when it comes to another companion showing me how much they love me because i know i'm doing utmost progress to showing her the same level of love but i couldn't i couldn't i couldn't i couldn't find out what was the problem i couldn't i couldn't think about or even fathom what would be you know such a good well not even a good good or bad doesn't i just want to know why it just it never work out, and to this day, I'm still trying to find out if it's me or the other person. It's 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 killing me.
0: You know, to tell you the truth, you are um, as I'm listening to you talk. You and I are very very similar to the point that I'm I not that I'm scared. It's just like I'm at I'm just wow that because I went through those things that you went through. I definitely went through those period of time where I was giving 110% to the person that I was with, that I was dating with, and the person was not giving me pretty much, much at all. Or the, the, the amount they were giving me was nowhere near enough of what i was given them. So I just felt like, I was just kind of felt like I was empty because I was pouring so much into the person and the person was not pouring too much, too much into me. So it hurt me to find out that um mm-hmm. that you you're going through that, you know. You're you're doing this right now and you're going through it. Cause again, that's why I actually like is is it impacting your dating life? Because I know it did for me. And I only know that because I got when I got older I'm going to recognize and see those things, those patterns. And I didn't see it so much. You know what? Let me take it back. I saw it, I saw it and I see it a lot in my all of our siblings. And it seems that whenever we're in a relationship, we immerse ourselves so much in that person that we lose ourselves. We do everything for that person. We do whatever we can for that person. But the end result is the person is never enough. We never enough for that person. So whatever we do, how much we do it's never enough. So it just seems like what else can I do to make you happy? What else can I do to to make this relationship better? But it seems like whatever you do it either makes it worse or it doesn't make any difference at all. Yes.
1: Very true. And that's 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 what boggles my mind the most is that and I'm actually trying and showing the love and respect, the caring and commitment. And it's it's either noticed but not respected, but respect or respected not notice. It's weird, and you know, since you're working walking in the
0: same, since you're walking in the same shoes that I have, so my advice to you towards that, and I don't know if anybody else that you've asked for advice or talked to, uh, talked that situation to, um, about, or just mentioned that situation. Uh, for me, and this is my experience, and I'm gonna shoot it out to you to see if you can try it out. So I was. Pretty much the same spot of what you were doing or the same spot of what you, you where you are right now just seeking someone to to love and love you back equally to the, mo- to the amount that you've given out and i came to a point of just like saying you know what i'm just gonna stop i'm gonna stop giving i'm gonna stop i'm just gonna focus on myself and that's what i have to tell you as well stop trying to give yourself too much away to, to individuals and stop focusing on yourself better yourself get your career going get your job going get your life on the right path and that person is gonna find you so once you stop looking for other people, they're going to stop, they're going to start looking for you or they're going to come towards you, but you got to focus on yourself first. You got to love yourself first. You got to love being around yourself with yourself first before somebody else can be with it with you. My thing was I was loving more than the person was able to love me. So that's why I was saying I was giving too much. So when I learned that it was not until I actually met my wife and I was just like, okay, I need to take the scale back and just like focus on myself. So that's one thing I actually would, would advise you right now. I know you're still young, you're still in your prime, but to avoid you making the, the repeated mistake that I made, because I see the pattern that I, 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 that you're going through and I went through it. Is this right now? This take time for yourself. Don't worry about finding the one. The one will find you when it's time. Enjoy being, enjoy being with yourself. Enjoying going out and chilling, staying with the family, and being happy. You know, get your life together, and that person will find you. But if you're trying to put so much of yourself for everybody that you come across, you're not gonna have enough time for yourself. You're robbing yourself of that. And the last thing is, one of my friends told me that um, when I was, when I was pretty much done with like dating, all that stuff, I was just like, I am I'm, I need to find someone that is worthy of my love. Cause I have a lot of love to give. And so do you, you have a lot of love to give. You just want to, you're your natural giver, which is uh, uh, again, it's a gift, but you also need to find that person that's willing to appreciate you're given and your love as much as you giving it out as well. So they've given they they've given you as much as you given them. And That's one thing you have to watch out for right now. That's something you gotta look for. That's something you gotta you gotta focus on. Focus on yourself. You know, right now, don't try to look for someone that's the one. Don't try the person look for a person that is the person that you gonna marry for the rest of your life. Just right now, in the moment, be happy with yourself. Find yourself and do whatever that you need to do to grow spiritually and emotionally before you can put somebody in. Because if you bring somebody else in again, you can't do the same mistake that you've been doing for the past relationship that you've been in. Yes. Oh, I'll definitely take that advice to it. A commitment. And you no, know, I, I don't I don't want you to make the same mistake as I did. Uh, and there's so many of it that I made. And I wish I could have told my uh, siblings that came after me that I made this mistake and I don't want you to make that mistake. And I know that you're in the same path that I am. And I can see that you have the same personality traits and the same characteristics that I have as far as giving and loving and being more forgiven, being more of a lover than a fighter. Like, all that stuff makes a difference. Uh, and I want to applaud you for that. But you can't give, not everybody's is deserving of your love. Not everybody's deserving of your attention. So you can't give that to everybody that you come across. They have to be willing to be able to deserve that. So just take your time whenever we'll you date someone, just date to date. But don't rush into the relationship where you're expecting the person to be the one and only person. That will come in time. But before that, you have to know who you are and what you are are and what you want in life before you can can plug somebody else into your life. If not, they're just going to suck every living soul out of you. And just like, then you won't have anything left. You're just going to feel like you're robbed and tired and fatigued because the person just took everything and didn't give you anything back. So just take your time when it comes to dating. Just like relax and just find who you are.
1: I'll definitely do that. I'll definitely try
0: to do that. So, as as you as you grow up and you become who you are right now, and again becoming an, uh, a very fond, very really cool guy, and I I, I I I don't know, I I I really appreciate who you have become and continue being, uh, who you continue becoming. So, as you are right now dating and and getting into a relationship, do you have a perspective of what kind of one what kind of man do you want to be in life and are you striving to to become that person
1: Wow. well man i want to be is this it's very it's very split into different leadership goals as in for example i want to be i would love to be one of those those guys that can lead people and show people that we should be respecting ourselves and eating more healthy and you know showing how the way we're living right now and ingesting all these products and foods are not what's really what we're supposed to be intaking but at the same time when I think about being that type of person you get so many I wouldn't say doubts but judgments because of the simple fact the way the circumstances are in this world today in this society today it's a challenge for everything but at the same time you can do anything that you want if you just put your mind to it Basically, what I'm saying is, I'm I'm not doing that right now. I'm 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 still trying to figure out what man I want to be in the future. I'm still trying to realize, you know, if I want to be exactly what I'm always dreaming about and thinking about, loving to do, and like I, I really I really love animals. Animals are like best thing that I can, if I'm working with animals, I'm not working. I'm, I'm I'm doing something that I love. So basically I'm not looking at it as something that I do not want to do or eventually gonna get tired of knowing that I'm gonna eventually get tired of not wanting to do it, well, not wanting to do anymore. Would I say I'm striving towards that? No. I'm not because the way, the way, you know, the way life is going right now for a guy like me is, I would say it's topsy turvy. And it's just me just trying to find something to settle down with or, or, and someone that where I can feel the same type of feeling if I was working with animals. Not saying I'm not what I'm working towards, but I'm trying to find a platform where I can be comfortable at the same time. But of course you have to, you know, take the time out and go and look for it. You would think I have time and for some reason I don't find it. The time I find that that's the time I get to relax, ease my body and let my body relax and feel at ease from all the hard labor that I do almost every single day. But I don't, I don't feel like I have to be in a rush. Even though it, some people say you, you should just to get it out the way, or you know, be successful early. Of course, that's a, that's a good thing. But the way I grew up, being was being raised, it, it kind of made me look at things in a completely different way. Some people would say, you know, in a lazy way, but there's so many ways, especially nowadays, so many ways in this day and age where you can make however much of income you want, as long as that's what you're striving towards, fighting towards, making the progress work for me it's like hey i got time still young how fast do i need to move well you never know right because you know lord knows you never know when you're gonna leave this earth so you might want just you know find out what you want to do and get to it but i'm not, I'm not that kind of person that, that looks at life like that
0: all right so before i know i asked you about uh, what kind of man you want to be, and if you're working towards that right now, and is that something that you are achieving? And you told me that you, you know, you're working towards that. You know, you're still young; you're still trying to figure things out. In the same, in the same note, I know you're not a dad yet. I know you're not a parent yet, and you're not even married yet. Do you have a vision of what kind of dad you want to be?
1: Well, I, I do always get from you know, different females that see me you know, interact with their kid or interact with another kid, they always say, you know, you're going to be a great dad when you have a kid, because I really love interacting with kids and you know, playing with them and you know, giving them, you know, some type of affection. And I, I, I believe that I, I'm going to be a great father. As a simple fact, I know, you know, what not to do. I know what I would have to do and how, you know, maybe not in certain situations now, but they do come up. I will learn and, you know, progress to a great nature of a father. And that's definitely what i truly see is me being you know there you know, every day for my kid and i wouldn't i wouldn't i wouldn't I, w- I would i would hope that's what i would say i would hope you know that i find a companion that you know is willing to work out whatever whatever yeah. problems that comes ahead or towards us you know and That's definitely something I look forward to before I do have a kid is knowing who is, you know, gonna be the mother of my child. And know that person completely. And knowing that that person trusts me and understand, you know, the type of person I am and how we can set forth from there. Cool. In relation to uh, you potentially
0: being a dad, potentially being a father, is there a certain type of behaviors or certain things that you experience with dad that you want to implement in your son or your daughter when you have
1: oh, kids? Oh, yeah. I don't know if you remember, but he used to have this stare. He does and just look at you. You know, I was doing, you know, but his was kind of serious when he did it. He didn't really, he wasn't really a, he didn't really put his hands on me. As a you know, Haitian culture, is the, whooping is a regular thing, most cultures of course. But yeah, he, it was rarely that he would there would be a reason for him to, you know, discipline me. And I always, you know, looked at it as a a way to show your kid that when I'm serious not the only time when I'm disciplined I'm showing you when I'm serious when I'm telling you something important or I'm pointing something out that you did wrong and if you understand it you know he showed me you know a way to, to go about it and I took I took some of those you know what do you call it gestures and actions that he does when you know He's, uh, when he's, you know, cause you know that man is you know, our father's, you know, a little impatient when it comes to the, you know, the whining and the yelling and the overdoing of the crying, man. I took all that and took that, and ran with it as in if just, you know, for a few, you know, future, um for like, you know, for the future That's definitely something I would use. That's a method I would use. Certain methods that he uses that he used to use with me. Or or I never seen him, you know, discipline you guys. So it was only the only time I experienced him disciplining was when he would do with me. You know. So basically I would I would definitely definitely do a lot of things that you know he used to do most of them not all
0: most of them i mean with with us too my father wasn't a person that was you know the typical haitian culture where you know they got a weapon if they did anything if the kid did anything my father wasn't like that i know he was very tender-hearted he was a very kind person so he didn't really he didn't do it and again for me i I whenever the two time in my entire life that I ever got hit by my dad was I was well deserved. I was I I did whatever I did I deserved to get a weapon. So I didn't I didn't he never literally hit me because he felt a certain way and you know it was irrational so he, he was never that kind of person. He was cool uh cool, cool-headed and level-headed when he was come to when he comes to disciplining. Um I mean, even though sometimes he wasn't there, but I know as far as discipline, he wasn't there. So that was definitely a way of whenever I'm, even with my son right now, whenever I discipline him, it's not more of a a hitting and yelling. It's more of like, okay, I give you a certain look, like you said, or I just talk to you. I just need to tell you, okay, what you're doing is wrong, and I'm doing it because I want to benefit you so you won't go ahead and do, you know, go hurt yourself. And that's pretty much what it is. I'm not trying to, I wasn't not, I'm not trying to tell you these things because I want to be a bad father or I'm being annoying. But because I'm looking out for you, because if I let you do this thing, you're gonna hurt yourself badly. So, and again, like you said, that's something that you would incorporate, and I'm doing it myself too, as a father. So, there's something is definitely is definitely good, and I appreciate that. And I'm I know you're gonna be a a wonderful dad and a good dad, but take that time again to just like love yourself and appreciate yourself for who you are right now, and become a better man, and grow and become a better person before you can incorporate somebody in that in that circle. I definitely encourage you to do that. Yes,
1: that's that's definitely something I'm working towards. Although I get.
0: Alright, so again, about to pretty much wrapping up. I wanted to ask you, if you were next to Dad right now, if he was next to you, I mean he's still alive again,
1: you wanted to tell him anything, what would you be? I love you, Dad. Always did, always will. Never forget that.
0: Nice. Just try
1: sweet love it I love it I mean does he know that have you ever told him that oh yes every time I get to every time I yes. see him you know, I tell him I love you man Yeah, I love you too man I always because you know I I you could say I'm one of those kids that you know don't reach out to his father as much as my other siblings does it's not something I do intentionally. It's just, I don't, I don't, I don't even do it with, you know, my own mother that I live with. So, it's, you know, very weird.
0: So trust me, you're not the only person. I had, uh, I sat down with John and he pretty much said the same thing and I'm still going out to, I'm going still going through that with my mom and dad and just like calling and talking to them. I mean, I, I know I want to, yeah. Full intention to it's just again just picking up the phone and yes. doing it. Yep. And I'm not a person to just sit down and have a long conversation on the on the phone with you. Depending on the conversation, depending on what the topic is, but um, it's just picking up the phone and doing it. And I think that's something that's a bad habit of mine. I think a couple of us does that. And you said you do it too. I know John said he does it too. So it's just picking up the phone and just see, just doing it. That I am not doing. I see. I'm not able to do it. It's just that I'm not doing it.
1: Yes. Yeah, some yeah it's it's weird i don't i don't understand it i don't like it but for some reason i do it all right so this last couple of questions i'm going to ask is going to be um about
0: about me well this last question i have is going to be towards me as an older brother i just want to find out was there anything that you wish i've done
1: different that would help you out my brother you are doing exactly what a brother is supposed to do and i love it and i don't And I don't want you to change anything. I would love for you to stay exactly how you are and who you are. Because you are a lovely person that I love. Just like all my brothers. They have beautiful hearts and beautiful souls. And that's something that I appreciate that I have. That you guys show me since since we first met. It was all but love. And that's what I strive for. Okay, cool. I'm just going to
0: wrap it up. I just wanted to ask you that. Um,
1: So um,
0: you're not a dad yet, but you've seen people that are dads. You've seen you have brothers myself that are dads, and you haven't been one yet. But I wanted to ask you, what kind of message do you want to have for the fathers out there, the dads out there? What kind of message do you want to leave behind?
1: My message would be to fathers or having newborns or about to have a family, make sure you dedicate. Yourself to what you love. Make sure you know you're ready to be able to take the courses that comes with having a family.
0: Be happy. Excellent, man. Excellent. Again, I just want to. I just want to thank you again, first and foremost, for all that you have done. For being so vulnerable. For being open with me, and tell, telling me and telling us your your side of the story. Your 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 half and your experience and I, I appreciate that you were able to share that with us. Uh, I just want to thank you for all that you are. And I just want to uh applaud you for being the person that you are. Being on this podcast right now just showed me how much how much similar that we are. And even growing up at a time that we we're growing up in, at this age, I didn't realize how close and I didn't realize how how much similarities that we have with one another. And I come and I talked to you about the manual as far as figures wise. Physique-wise, when we wear certain clothes, we are, we are similar. But with you and I, our personalities are very, very similar. The way we go about things, the way we view life, the way we view other people is very, very similar. And I want to get to know you more. Besides this podcast, but in person, I want to get to know you more. I want to take action to just, like, get to know who you are and the men that you will become and the men that you will be and start striving to become. Because you, right now, you are such an amazing person. I see you as a person that was that was a form of me, a person that had uh, that I, I a person that I used to be, and a person that I grew and become to be better, and and that's why I'm so like I'm I'm wanting to invest so much in you because I see there was it's so much potential, because I went through those things and look where I'm at right now. I mean I'm not doing the greatest, but I'm I'm doing good as far as happiness. I'm happy in my relationship. I'm happy with being a dad. I'm happy with my marriage, and I want to push that for you as well, and I want to push that for all our siblings, but for you right now, I just wanted to say that I'm very proud of who, who you have become, the way you talk, the intellect, your intellect, the way you, the, the, the choice of words that you, you decide to pick when you when you say certain things, it, it makes a difference. A person that's willing to give their heart out self selflessly is very is a a talent a person that decides to be happy instead instead of being mad is is definitely a talent A person that sees positive in someone instead of negative is always a a positive thing it's always a good thing and it's a good characteristics that yeah uh, to have and you have all those characteristics and i see a lot of me in you so i don't want you to make the same mistake that i am that i have so i want to plug in you the good that I have so you won't have to make that same mistake and I, I'm telling you there is someone out there that's willing to love you and care for you and and love you the way you need to but you gotta take care of yourself first you'll become you have become a great man and you will become an, even a greater man um, but take the time for yourself to be that loving person towards yourself first and I encourage each and every one of you guys as you heard everyone said before make time for your, 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 your kids you know um just love them and, and and be prepared to be a parent if you're not in that in the phase of mind to be a parent if you're not in the mind frame to be a dad take precautionary measures don't just go willingly and just like do whatever you need to do if it comes out it comes out whatever happens it happens no <clears> the <throat> intention of being a dad it matters your presence matters when you are in a child's life my father's presence mattered when he's he, uh, his presence mattered when he's in my life it matters now, and it will always. Be, it will, he will always matter. So I want to thank you, Edwin, for all that you've done, for who you are, and for being such a positive person. That characteristic character in you that not much people have, and I just want to thank you for being such an amazing brother, a cool guy, a uh, loving guy, and such being a, a caring person for other people. And I want to encourage you to continue doing that, guys. So uh, as we wrap up, I just want to say again, thank you, Edwin, for the time that you've given me for allowing us to hear your story for allowing us to hear your vulnerability and your story your life your experiences and i want to encourage everyone again to continue doing that be more positive be more of a humble person and kind person so as everybody else Lord guys so i want to thank you again for joining us and i'm not going to hold you guys any longer so i will catch you later bye And now, a little moment with Elias. Say
1: thank you. Thank you. Mhm. Two,
0: three,
1: mm-hmm. four. four mhm. Mommy. Mhm. Daddy. Mhm. Yes. Mhm. And Amen. what? And what? And what? And, and fa- family. And family. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord.
0: Okay, guys. If you want to keep up or listen to more of this podcast, you can go to Google Play, Stitcher, Apple, and Spotify. And, of course, on social media as far as Instagram.
1: Catch you later.